to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Mike. Hey. And Joey. Hello. And Ross. Hi, Tom. So a couple weeks ago, I was on Facebook and I saw this piece that really intrigued me. And I'm going to read it to you and I want to get your reactions to it. Just so you know what seventh grade boys are up to this year. One, calf slapping. Like it sounds, one rug rat sneaks up on another and gives them a solid slap right in the back of the leg. Two, flinch jabbing. While standing near someone, throw a jab right at the victim's face. If they flinch, you get to actually hit them on the shoulder three times. Good times. Sounds like good time. These are some of the comments. Boys are strange creatures. They're not wrong. <laughs> oh, to be young again. Oh, I remember those jabs. Occasionally, a kid would just hit you right in the face, knowing you were trusting that they wouldn't actually do it. I, I guess the rule they have is, if you actually hit the victim, they get a free punch on you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Ross had one that I had completely forgotten about, which is something to do with holding your thumb and pointer in a circle, and if someone looks at that, you yep. hit them. As long and as I remember it's below this the one. Waist. Oh, okay. Because there was clear rules. I didn't this play is... this one, but I observed this one being played. I had completely forgotten about it until Ross was reminding me of this, like, don't look hmm. thing. Yep. Right. Huh. Yep. So yeah. even when Joey just did it here in the studio, I continued to pre- <laughs> look straight ahead <laughs> so I wouldn't down. be caught in condition. I'm just not going to hit you. You don't even need to I'm worry. Not gonna go it's, not, it's not even going to happen. It's not even a trick. No. And that, but it, so these are games that I did play, or I had to play I because it was like you're a resident expert on <laughs> flinch flinching, jabbing. stupid uh, kid games. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> that I'm the I'm again I'm that kid. But that yeah, is your no, title, right? This was this was something that was a, it was a means of bonding. It was a means of play. It's kind of like when you see puppies play and they kind of nip at each other, and you're like, oh, they're gonna hurt each other. And like, no, they actually are. It's a playful. Now, this is just my take on it, but that since it would make me nervous not being a dog owner. It's like, oh, they're going to hurt each other. And they're like, no, no, they're fine. They're fine. And the same was true for these kind of games where it was this, like, you just, you wouldn't do it to anybody randomly. It was, you, you know. You mean you had to trust them? You had to trust. It was usually well, no, with your friends. Well, no, it was an in-group thing. It I mean, a, it was how was you establish yeah. who's in the group. Yeah, like who right? you're, who is in kind of Because if you do this and I look... Yeah. Then I'm clearly not in the group because I don't know the or how it works. If you did it, you looked and you got hit. And you're like, hey, and you're like, well, you've either just been initiated or right. you're obviously not going to play the game. Right. And so, but yeah, there was. So this is not so terribly game, unfamiliar. One of the games we played was, you, you you would hit your your friend in the shoulder as hard as you could, and then they'd hit you back, and then you'd hit them again. And they'd hit you back until somebody said uncle. Mm-hmm. I do feel it had to do with an element of bonding or relationship building with mm-hmm. certain Well, groups, it's certainly something that I think goes through different cultures. I'm mm-hmm. not an anthropologist, nor am I the, the resident expert on dumb... <laughs> dumb kid games? Kid games. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what you called it. But it does seem like the type of things, those sort of strength-based games and mm-hmm. who, who's going to, you know, Games of chicken. That's the one I knew. Chicken, mm. right? Where you whatever we on the rider. Bars? We do rider bikes at okay. each other. You know who's oh. going to swerve first. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
I don't know what that's about. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I did it, but I don't. And I yeah. remember my mom. Did you exp- want? Did you want to? Because I'm I'm not convinced everybody who plays these games wants to. Mm. But you, yeah, you kind of have to, like, or you know, at some point you just like, well, like they're either going to hit me all the time, or they're only going to hit me when I play the game. You know, what I mean, I feel right. like I think that some some people join the game because they have to. There's a there's a couple points here. First of all, you know who you don't want to play that game with, and you won't play that game with certain kids because they they don't seem to understand um, the limits. Or they're just that much stronger than you. Uh-huh. The other thing... You're thinking about uncle in particular? Yeah, the yeah, uncle yeah. in particular. Um, and you just wouldn't do it with anybody. you do it with your friends. The other point is... Because uh, it's so fun. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of... Ouch. Yeah. Um, and the other point is... I, I was reading something about how um, rats play. And if, a, if there's a, a bigger rat... And it doesn't have to be that much bigger, but a bigger rat uh, will play with a smaller rat, or the smaller rat will play with the bigger rat. But the little rat has to pl- has to win at least thirty percent of the time to keep the play going. Mm-hmm. If if the bigger rat's always winning, mm-hmm. then the little rat quits and, find, right. and finds another partner. I tended to not hang out with the kids who played these sorts of games. Mm-hmm. After a while, you know, I kind of like like my brother was sort of that was the type of crowd he would hang out with. Yeah. And it was sort of like, for me, I did it a little bit, wanted to be like my big brother or whatever. And then I decided, you know, I'd rather, like, stay inside and, you know, mm-hmm. read plays and yeah. <laughs> draw. And, you know, like, and it, but it was clearly like I was making a choice of, like... But you were not going to be in that yeah. group. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's the group a, that does. Yeah, because it's They're a, doing it's something. A, that, I don't know what they're doing exactly, but they're hitting yeah. each other. It's not... Yeah. Like, it's also letting me know. Right. That's not what yeah. I want to do. Right. Yeah. So one of my questions is this. Yeah. Is there a precursor of this in the early childhood area, in the classroom? I was thinking about that. I would say I don't think so because it takes a lot more, you know, it takes a lot of theory of mind and it takes a lot of perspective taking, you know, whether or not they're going to look mm-hmm. and, I mean, you know, whether or not they want to be part of my game. I mean, it's just, I just think it's a little bit developmentally, but, and, there, and there's a cruelty to it. That, that requires perspective taking. Some young children have it, but I think it's a just cruelty? a cruelty. You would call it a cruelty. I would. Yeah. I, I, I do. I think that there's a. I, I no. I see. I, I think. I think it's a perfectly normal thing. I think a lot of children do it. I think you guys are both smiling when you say talk about mm-hmm. these things. You have fond memories. I also think to, when I hear it, I think it's just skimming the edge of hazing, mm-hmm. which can also be perfectly right. wholesome. We're just trying to initiate somebody into our group, and we all know that that can get really dark really fast. So yep. I think the two right. really go... I just think they're they're kind of alike. They're going to dance the line. If there's any preschool equivalent, I think it's something like I've seen kids do things like, I have a Batmobile at my house. And another, oh, can I see it? No. Yeah, I'm not saying preschool kids can't do you know I mean, like, mean But it's like this thing purpose, of having this, this power and the, the yeah, meanness. This, yeah, this reta- yeah, I don't know. It's, I just think it's too sophisticated. Yeah. You know? If you do this, then I do that. And if yeah, you don't do this, then I do that. There must be a precursor. You get well, hit either way. There must be a precursor, yeah. even in even in. Well, I would say it has to do with how do you relate to each other? Because you've got kids who are more physical than other kids, mm-hmm. and how do you how do you come to some agreement how you're going to interact? I think I think the precursor is you can or can't come into my game. You can't play with me. I think that's the precursor. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed in here because you're not. Oh, you know, but we're Star Wars, Batman, uh, ninjas, ninjas. 
So, no, you can't... Oh, well, I'm a Star Wars Batman ninja. You know, like, maybe the kid can figure out the code and get mm-hmm. in. But, you know, the kids who keep changing the yeah. the, mm-hmm. the the secret way to get in? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be a precursor. Because that is the who's in my group. Yeah. And all the time you see, and, I'll play with you, but not with you. Because I, I, I kind of see both sides of this, right? Because mm-hmm. I can understand that idea. Part of it about it's, is maybe about exclusion. But also, I think it's about... The kids figuring out if they are included. So the two uh-huh. kids who notice, hey, we both have pink sparkly dresses. Look at that. We both have these. Mm-hmm. And they suddenly feel connected in some way. And, you know, in the preschool level, it's something very surface often. Right. So in some ways, it's like we're the drama club nerds, you know. So we're going to all what we have in common is we all like musicals and we're going to that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, well, we have common in common is whatever you like. We're like I think it's other. often sports or yeah. whatever, but it's mm-hmm. like you can't. Well, let's have a baseball game in the middle of the school hallway. It's like, well, sometimes you do, but mm-hmm. but I think like punching each other was like kind of like, well, it's not quite a hockey game, but it's you know, yeah, eighty percent of a hockey game. Yeah. So you just yeah. do it, and it's like the way. I'm just yeah. kidding. Really, I mean. But you know what I mean. You're sort of like yeah. doing some of that bonding. Mm-hmm. So you are kind of showing we're included, but it also is a very clear like. Middle school students, I think, you know, whatever that sixth, seventh, eighth grade age, it's like really trying to create your like this is our group, and we. So it kind of goes to an extreme, yeah. no matter what it is. You know, if it's the theater club kids, it's like, well, do you know all the words to Dear Evan Hansen? Oh, you don't. It's been on Broadway for like four months, and you don't know all the lyrics. You know, yeah. whatever it is, like these things where making the hurdle higher and higher. Yeah, the hur- hurdle yeah. goes higher and higher. So for the kids who are physical. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. And for the kids yeah. who are like into art, it's like, you know, well, I, I made, you know, I filled up three sketchbooks this week. Mm-hmm. They're trying to find this identity yeah. and they go with it. And for some people, that's the way they fit in or prove who's the yeah. leader or something. For or? some reason, I think in, if we, I we have a more of a chance in early ed to bring all the kids into the play. But the idea mm-hmm. we talked about once before about everybody finding their place and their relationship and in yeah. and out of the relationship. So I did come up with a couple of things that I did think were precursors because kids are always playing attack, defense, chase, escape, capture. They're always playing those type to, those types of games, mm-hmm. even with the adults. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to take you to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the kids don't have an outlet for that, then it becomes furtive. And they find outlets for it mm-hmm. that are maybe not quite mm-hmm. so appropriate. Well, you know, and uh, Francis Carlson talks about, like with big body play, the way to know for people who have a hard time reading, is it real fighting or play fighting, is are both players going towards each other? Or is someone trying to get away from mm-hmm. this? Yeah. And in a way, when I think of the people who do sort of play this way, they are doing it to each other. Like, it's not like one person's like, stop that, you know, and leaving. They say in, uncle, but they're not saying. Right, right. In fact, they they will they will play through the pain. See, I I saw the the circle finger game in particular. I saw that being used in a mocking way, where somebody wouldn't know it was okay. the game, and they'd be doing this, and the person who didn't know this is high school. Right. And the person who didn't know was ah. like blowing it, and the person who knew. I mean, this is I this is the stupidest thing I've ever described. Yeah. Right. Like this horrible thing. Somebody's looking at the finger circle, but, um, you know, and it was and it was a it was a complete like I mean cool. I don't know that they hit the person yeah. but it was like you are 
You well, don't know a damn thing. You just mm-hmm. looked at the finger circle. It's you are an idiot, so and then all ways, the friends would laugh because the yeah. idiot looked at the finger circle. Now, so in a way, kids is that do this with all though? kinds of things. But yeah, because yeah. in but, some ways, I think that's different than the punch in the shoulder if both people are playing it. Yeah. Right. So it really right. comes down to consent. Yeah. Right. Like anything else, playing, doing gunplay with a kid who wants to pretend to be shot is fine. Yeah. Pretending to shoot someone who doesn't. Right. To a three-year-old is traumatizing, right. you know, and it and maybe it's a similar thing. Yeah, of, I think it, so yeah. it's maybe not the think, action itself, and that, as much as the. And I feel like that's going to boil down to the individual because I'd like to go on record to yes. say that we were not the, the abusive group that would go around and play that it was. You were a jolly finger circle. It was a rabble rousing crowd. It was a wonderful volu- It was a voluntary game. Uh, I punch you now. Yep, but it, but there was kind of the, there kind of was that that part to it that. You, you wouldn't have done it to someone who wasn't playing. Yeah, like it was, yeah. It was and yeah. that even so it, within our kind of group of friends that we had, not everybody was going to do it. Yeah. And so they weren't like you just yeah. kind of knew. Yeah. Who would, so I think in that case it kind of feels like it's and that is a we're game. both going to, yeah. towards each other, whereas there were group, uh, you know, other groups of, you know, kids that I would like rival finger circle gangs that would <laughs> sharks and jets. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and then there's the kids who would start singing musical numbers in the lunchroom when no one else wanted to hear it. So. You know, yep. there, there's a consent thing no matter what you're doing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think yes. it, there's yeah. that sense of that it, it there are going to be those who do it to make it an exclusionary mm-hmm. thing. And there's those who play to have it be fun. So I think it's it does kind of again, it kind of dances that line of like it could be fun and OK, but it could also be kind of more menacing or kind of mean just to well, like any community building can be about include you know finding who you include in your group or it can be focusing on who you're excluding mm-hmm. so you but. can cross the line in those games mm-hmm. but that also gives you the the chance especially if you have that relationship and trust to re repair it yeah which is actually a very good skill right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. an important skill yeah this is great let's let's uh talk about it again in the next episode that's a really good idea thanks tom Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.